0: Hi, welcome to Fun Facts Live. I'm your host David, and with me today is Allison.
1: Hello.
0: RJ. Hello. And Jake. Hello, I'm back. He's back. <laughs> All right, so we're uh, streaming into you live from a lot of different places. Um, I'm here at Fat Camp. We're out in the, the suburban backyard on the deck. So you might hear some, uh, a surprising amount of wildlife. Um, I, the other day, um, I was trying to walk back out to the tent. If you've, if you've been following um, the podcast, you know, I'm, I'm uh, sleeping in a tent at that camp, um, which by the way, I have to, I have to rename it at this point because last night um, we actually moved an entire bed a real bed into the tent so i i'm not sleeping on the ground anymore i actually slept oh on i actually
1: now.
2: yeah that's what i was exactly <laughs> gonna say rj i was i was talking to somebody at work and i showed them a picture of your tent and they're like oh he's not camping he's camping.
0: <laughs> yes so exactly now at fat glamp. i'm a fat glamp yep <laughs> well if uh, they thought i was also, glamping before I, it's it's serious now <laughs>
3: can i can i interject really quick because yeah. i'm watching I'm on YouTube, and it's still counting down to the start of the stream. What? I know there's usually a delay, but uh, it's counted down like a minute and a half.
0: Oh, well, it it's shows says it... there's
3: three-ish minutes left to go.
0: Seriously, I didn't hit go live. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I have to. That's all right. I was we're... waiting
3: to see if there was just a lag, but.
0: That's yeah. all right. Well, we're still recording, so I'm not going to go back to the beginning. <laughs> oh, Uh, just sorry to anyone who was watching live on YouTube. Um, we are just, I just figured out that I needed to press the go live button because you know what? I didn't go through my checklist and that's what happens when we don't go through the checklist. Ah, anyway. Um, thanks RJ for, for calling that out. There is a delay
3: because I just, I just saw it switch. So there we go. Okay.
0: All right.
4: Okay. Well, so, so. I've been gone for like months at this point. Yeah. So quick recap. You're at Fat Glam. Yep. (laughs) You're not camping anymore. You have a real, real bed.
0: I have a real bed as of last night. First good night's sleep in a long time. So
4: (laughs) I understand that.
0: (laughs) It's getting very cold here, by the way. So I was, Uh, I was wondering like if I was going to be able to actually make it the next 30 days or so that I have left um but now i'm yeah i'm living it up (laughs) so So are you in upstate new york or like central new york upstate new york at um my cousin robert's uh which i i just call i call it fat camp i don't know if they like that very much but um too bad that's what that's what i'm calling and just (laughs) the reason i'm in a tent is um i mean they have plenty of room for me here except they also have three cats and i cannot be in the house with the cats so i live on in the tent and on the back porch (laughs) but uh so yeah
4: so where's the puppy in all of this
0: oh allison's back in in manhattan uh with with leah the dog
2: (laughs) Yes, I could not also go to Fat Glam because of work.
0: Yes. Um, I have to
2: be in the office a fair amount in the next couple of weeks.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, so um, a surprising amount of animals in the backyard. Uh, The other night, I was heading back to the tent in the dark, and uh, I thankfully caught a little bit of motion um, between me and the tent and um, took a closer look, and it was white, and black, and very smelly, so that, (laughs) it was a skunk, and unfortunately, I had left the tent unzipped, and it was, it was between me and the tent, so, oh, please don't go in the tent, that would just be, that would be on the fat glamp, It, it would be back to You know, I don't know what it would be at that point, but. (laughs)
4: Well, you should definitely read or watch uh, The Ghost in the Darkness. Oh, Um, it's a fantastic movie. It has Val Kilmer in it. Yeah,
0: Um, I've seen it. I love Val Kilmer. Everything he's in. Go ahead. Yeah, Uh,
4: it's based on a true story. The Lions are in Chicago. Um, That doesn't spoil anything for you. Um, But yeah, uh, if you think you're glamping now, just... Watch that movie and then uh, I don't I don't know if RJ should watch it because I'm trying to get her out to do more outdoorsy things and that might ruin
0: it. So uh, <laughs> uh, likewise, I'm going to have to with Allison. I'm trying to get her to, to van life, but it's I mean, she's not really the van life type, but I'm working on it. I think I think we're getting there. We're getting closer. What do you think? My Allison? Family. Van life. What? What do you think? Clan life? Van life. (laughs) Clan life? (laughs) I don't know I don't know clan life. What's that? I don't
4: know. Clan it's like clamping, but Oh. It's it's like the supersized RVs that are like four million dollars. Yeah. Like why are you driving this down the road? (laughs) Um better yet, why is it just parked in front of your ten million dollar house?
0: Like Uh, you're not even gonna leave. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah um yeah the one's that I'm trying to get her into are a little less so but we'll we'll see. Uh composting toilets probably not not Allison's thing. But
2: it's the biggest barrier I'd say is <laughs> yes. the bathroom setup. Yes. More I think than anything else.
4: RJ is probably going to correct me but I think uh her standard is indoor running water.
0: Uh-huh. Indoor plumbing. <laughs> Yes, how yes. much how I need much to be able
3: to shower
0: okay, are you okay with like the on off shower where you you don't get to run the water the entire time because there's not that much? no no I need to
3: be in full control of my own shower <laughs>
0: okay. well, there is some hope because uh, apparently there is such a thing as a recirculating shower which um filters yeah. the water and then puts it back on you so. Would you you be okay with that?
3: (laughs) I don't know about that. Uh, I'm I'm not so sure about that one.
0: See,
4: I would really like to go up to, uh, what is it, Sweden? North of Circle, where they have those, like, dome capsule hotels, basically. Oh yeah. That sounds cool. Kind of opaque on the sides, but then, like, the top is just pure glass, and you just sit there and watch the Northern Lights all night. Oh,
0: my goodness. that That seems fun but yeah. I don't think
4: they have a whole lot of running water in there,
0: so. <laughs> yeah, I did some, something not that quite that amazing, but I did try to cross the Arctic Circle once in a car, but I, I hit a dead end when I thought the, the map showed it going all the way, but it didn't quite. Anyway, I ended up in, it was in Alaska, and I ended up at a, um, a hot springs that was like incredible. Got to see the Northern Lights, sitting in hot springs but it was pretty rugged you you would have to put up with the you know less than ideal accommodations to be able to experience that but it's worth it rj <laughs>
3: yeah to see the northern lights like or something else equally cool you know maybe like i yeah. don't know It the the environment like or the uh, the reason i'm there like plays a big big part of it
1: yeah for sure
3: it's, uh, You know, if like if there are penguins there, like I'm willing to put up with a lot more than like if it's just skunks. Um
0: (laughs) Yes, it's true. For example. Yeah, the payoff has to be good. I, I get that. Um but I will tell you one thing to look forward to is that after you've roughed it for a little while, um coming back you really appreciate your life that much more. Like all the things you've been taking for granted, like the hot showers and, you know, hot coffee, whatever, all the, all the luxuries of life really have a lot more um, impact, <laughs> I would say. And it feels really yeah. good. I don't know. To
2: feel I, like uh, I'm roughing it.
0: <laughs> What's that? Clarify roughing it?
2: Into- Well, I like, I currently am showering with a shower with a giant hole in it. So I feel (laughs) like I am roughing it and that's about as much as I can take.
0: That's true. I still, I still laugh. Um, Allison told me, so Our we live in a hundred year old building and it has issues, let's say. Um, so the gas went out and I, was that all something it seems like something else happened, but I just remember you saying you she overheard someone talking to the doorman. Um, saying and complaining about it and saying it's it's like it's like we're living outdoors that is just i don't know so (laughs) it's uh not quite living outdoors but you know if you're if you're not missing the gas so i would say uh having a hole in your shower is not roughing it unless you're like sleeping in on the ground, or um, you know, you don't have a proper roof. There over is your electrical
2: head. tape in my shower right now. <laughs> electrical tape <laughs> okay and a tarp.
0: You have a roof. You have a proper roof. That's it's not. I don't know. I'm not roughing it in my book.
2: <laughs> it's rough.
0: <laughs> so it's the person that's clamping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's true. I admit it. I'm not really roughing it anymore. But I was on the ground for the first two weeks, so give me a little credit for that I survived I woke up hurting every morning every bone in my body ached and I I don't I don't remember sleeping past two very often so (laughs) it was brutal but uh all all better now all right I guess we should get on with some fun facts uh Jake you haven't been around so long how about you kick it off I haven't. I am so excited to be back. Um, <laughs> it's just been
4: absolutely insane this summer. Uh, I don't know how much RJ has told you about things, but nothing. has like been tell us. <laughs> it's been changing every day. Well, you so, did
0: tell us you got COVID, so we knew
4: that. I I did get COVID. Uh, mm. I think that was right after I got back from some military things, uh, and then school like i was in this really short summer class and like that didn't help anything so that and then work um and then was going to be mobilized like they said hey you're leaving uh in like a couple of weeks it was supposed to be this last monday uh and then like thursday or friday of last week like a couple of days before i was supposed to like leave for a year they're like oh jk you don't have to go anymore.
1: What? And, wow. Yeah,
4: it's so it's it's been up and down. It's been kind of kind of crazy. Uh, but yeah, I'm happy to be back. I'm semi stable at this point. Um. So yeah. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> that is not my fun fact. That, that's just update with my life. <laughs> okay. Since everyone is clamping. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so. I got really annoyed the other day uh, because I had to trim my fingernails again, like twice. A oh week. my
0: gosh, Allison hates when I do that. I have to like take special uh, uh, like precautions to like make sure she's not within earshot, and she can hear it like down the down the hall, around the corner, on the other floor. She can hear a nail clip.
2: <laughs> like, it's uh, the worst sound to be woken up to in the morning. I will say. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. I'm with
3: you on that one else I'm <laughs> yeah. not a fan. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, cool.
4: uh, So nails, I think everyone knows that uh, nails are made out of keratin. Same thing like rhinoceros horns are made out of, right? Which is pretty cool. Okay. Um, but n- the average adult fingernail grows at 0. 0.7 millimeters a week, uh, which is like Almost a third of an inch. Wow. Like over the course of a month. Um, but what's really fascinating is uh, children's nails grow 50% faster than adults' fingernails. What?
3: Oh, wow. Um,
4: and let's see. Let's see the thing. Uh, fingernails grow four times faster than toenails. Oh, the nails on your dominant hand grow faster than those on your non-dominant hands. Um, and they all grow faster in the summer than in the winter.
0: <laughs> Wait, the dominant hands thing is hard. That's really hard to believe. How do they know? We just had a we just had a whole episode about left handers and their special clubs that right handers can't get into. Um, but uh, you're saying that left handers also their hands their nails grow faster on their left hand.
4: Yeah. Amazing. Oh, so like right people, like if you're uh right hand dominant, then they'll grow faster on your right hand. But they also say that fingernails grow faster on your longest fingers as well, which is,
0: you know what? That seems true <laughs> for me. I do notice that. The... Yeah. So I don't, I don't, know how
4: they study this but yeah like (laughs) there's a lot of different variables in (laughs) how fast your fingernails
0: grow which is kind of weird um yeah yeah allisons don't grow at this rate because she tends to bite them off which is how she avoids the clipping sound i guess
4: i used to be a nail biter and then like i really had to stop like so it, it took a while
0: yeah she doesn't go like I've seen some people like who go dangerously, like too low and that kind of thing. She just keeps them at a good length, but, <laughs> but with her teeth instead of the clippers. <laughs> like if uh, I, my
4: nails and maybe Allison can co- corroborate this. I was like, I always find that my fingernails get stuck on like clothing and, and jackets and stuff. Cause they're all rough. Like,
2: yeah. Yep. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So yeah. that that annoyed me more than clipping my nails. And so like I had to really work on not biting my fingernails so that I can clip my fingernails so they'd be they'd be clean.
0: Did you have to like put nasty tasting nail polish on and stuff like that? Or how did you how did you kick the habit? Uh willpower. Really?
4: <laughs> I was, like I'm not doing this anymore. And like
0: But some people do it like completely unconsciously. So Mm-hmm. You, but not you you could you could like be like oh i'm biting my nails stop
4: well so it was um like i, I play violin I haven't played in a little while but um like I still say that i play the violin because I'll, I'll practice every once in a while but um back in high school I wanted to be a music teacher right and so I was in a couple different orchestras and I was practicing all the time and I would look at my fingernails because when you hold the violet and you kind of uh, not supposed to with your hands but like when you're practicing new fingerings and stuff like that like i would look at my hands to make sure i was in the right place um and yeah so i'd look at my fingernails and they'd be all jacked up because i was biting them and i was like i'm done with this like
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, nice rj this that fingernail is too long i'm sorry that's <laughs>
3: yeah i agree and don't um, short it
0: though it looks hilarious
3: (laughs) i have like a weird thing about fingernails like they freak me out for some reason it's not quite a phobia (laughs) but like my mom keeps her nails long and she likes to click them and i literally will reach across the table and grab her hands to make her stop doing it and right now (laughs) like i just got my nails done for the first time ever in my life uh when i was in colombia it's really cheap there and I like them I got the gel nails they look really nice but now they're like too long for my comfort Uh and they're bothering me and they're they're that exact shade of yellow that I just put on there (laughs) they look great (laughs) but they're bothering me so much I need to go get it get them (laughs) like get the gel taken off because you have to get them removed get it removed at a salon
0: too oh my gosh and that's like a big deal and it really really messes up your nails and oh my gosh Mm -hmm yeah yeah and i'm trying to decide if i want
3: to get it redone or
0: yeah it's one of those things like once you start uh, you kind of have to just keep it up i think
3: (laughs) yeah i guess that'll be my uh, regular appointment slash expense instead of a haircut (laughs)
0: because i cut my own hair (laughs) oh yeah that works (laughs) oh my gosh yeah um the nails I I feel like I know too much about uh about nails but yeah mine are I have to keep mine really short or they they really bother me but I Mm -hmm. I have never bitten my nails I have to clip them but yeah it's it's uh it's a thing with Allison so (laughs)
1: yes
0: (laughs) got to schedule good times to cut nails
2: I just need to be awake
0: and far and not, away.
2: Yeah, not <laughs> trying to do something that requires my concentration.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, that's a good start to the fun facts today. RJ, do you have a fun fact?
3: I do. I actually oh. have a full
0: story for you guys. Okay. So, so, bring it on. <laughs>
3: uh, this is one of those things that just randomly came up in conversation this morning, and I had to ask, is that true? <laughs> And I looked it up and it is true oh. that Frankenstein was written. Well, I asked, is it true that Frankenstein was written in one night? That is not true, but it was written in the course of a vacation. Mary Shelley was on vacation. Wow. And uh, I will tell the whole story, but the short version is that she was challenged to write a a ghost story or a horror story and she got Frankenstein and this is one of those where I'm going to leave myself some space to draw in later because I can't we all know I cannot draw in talks so if <laughs> yeah, you're watching the live stream I'm sorry uh, <laughs> but I'll leave myself I'm probably going to need more space than that because I'm going to be drawing
0: Frankenstein yeah can't wait
3: so long version is 1816 Mary Shelley her lover Percy by Shelley their four-month-old baby, and Mary's stepsister, Claire Claremont, decided to go on vacation. And what I read was Claire sort of convinced Mary and Percy to go with her because she, Claire, was pregnant by the poet Lord Byron. What? Lord Byron had just divorced his wife. But the rumor was that he was continuing his affair with his own half sister. Uh, but in the meantime, he also had something with Claire, and she's pregnant. Okay. So she, Claire, gets Mary and Percy to go on vacation with her to Switzerland. Lord Byron arrives a few days later. He did not know that Claire was there, but he came, and they and. Percy and Lord Byron became friends like immediately because they both were very, basically this is just a household of emos. Like they're all goth. They're all into like morbid discussions, morbid poetry, (laughs) horror stories. And so they became friends like right away. They decided to, because they became friends right away, they abandoned all the rest of their travel plans. They decided we're gonna get this mansion. We're gonna rent a mansion with Byron's doctor, John Polidori, and we're just going to hang out here because we just want to be together because you guys are cool. (laughs) Unfortunately, the weather was terrible because the year before, 1815, Mount Tambora in Indonesia uh, erupted, volcano, Mm -hmm. and it killed tons of people. It actually is one of the most, or maybe the most deadly volcano uh, because it killed a hundred thousand people within the immediate vicinity when it had first erupted. Whoa. But then the next year, all across Europe, the warm growing season didn't happen because of all the ash, the oh. smoke, everything else, like literally changed the climate. Wow. So uh, people, people starved, there was a cholera pandemic um, really terrible, but for these uh, presumably rich goth people, what it caused for them was their vacation was not that fun <laughs> because they're in this <laughs> mansion. They can't really go out. It's it's raining. It's thunderstorming. It's cold out.
0: I know. So that. they're just hanging
3: out in this mansion
0: right.
3: with tons of drama in this mansion. Uh, Byron was annoyed that Claire is there. Uh, The doctor, Polidori, is trying to seduce Mary. Percy's just depressed because he's emo. And it was just like, probably for them, a great time. (laughs) Um, And their conversations, they would just sit around and talk about stuff. Because again, it's 1816. They don't have Instagram. So they're talking about things such as whether corpses could be galvanized or reanimated after death. Yeah. And Mary, again, it's 1816, she's just sitting near the men, listening, not really participating, but absorbing every word, listening, fascinated by their conversation. Along with side that, they're also reading horror stories, reading morbid poems, just generally being emo. And eventually, Lord Byron gave the challenge, okay, let's all write a better ghost story than the ones we've read. Uh. Polidori wrote his novella, The Vampire, which was, uh, I guess, in addition to being a doctor, he's also a writer. And he and that did go on to get published. There's talk that maybe the vampire was modeled after Byron. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, he got that. But for a few days, Mary, Mary wanted to participate, too, but she couldn't decide what to write. She's listening to everything. She's trying to come up with an idea. Nothing is coming and then one literally one dark and stormy night she had a vision and she wrote later i saw the hideous phantasm of a man stretched out and then on the working of some powerful engine show signs of life oh. and frankenstein or the modern prometheus was born and she wrote that story as part of uh, in response to Lord Byron's challenge to write a better ghost story than the ones they've been reading, <laughs> it was published in 1818. Uh, also, by the way, in, in 1816, when all this is happening, Mary Shelley was 19 years old.
0: What? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I think she succeeded in the challenge. <laughs> yes.
3: Um, and there's the. Here's a quote from uh, the History Channel article where I got this this story. Um, the story she later called her "hideous progeny" asks, "What happens when men pretend they are gods?" Inspired, perhaps, by the hubris of the company she kept in Switzerland.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs>
3: Uh, the story does not have a super happy ending because only Mary and Claire lived past age 50. Of all those people, uh, Polidori committed suicide in 1821. Percy Shelley drowned during a freak storm in 1822. He was 29. Uh, Byron took the daughter he had with Claire away from her and sent her to a convent. And the daughter died there at age 5. And Byron died in 1824 after contracting fever. Uh, but Mary and Claire live long and presumably emo lives and uh <laughs> wow saw Frankenstein
0: wow that is amazing I had no idea the backstory fascinating
3: <laughs> I had heard the story I knew that it was um I knew it was Mary and Percy and Byron and that I wasn't sure if Byron or Percy had issued the challenge. I knew like that basic. I did not realize there was quite so much drama.
1: <laughs> yeah, wow.
3: Uh, but yeah, that's that's how Frankenstein came to be. And I I love Frankenstein. I've read it twice. It's uh, it is a it's really it's a really good I've, book. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, and the fact she was nineteen when she wrote it, like that's incredible.
2: Is that do you know if it's true or not that after Percy died? Mary Shelley kept his preserved heart like
3: on her writing desk.
0: Oh my God. I don't
3: know, but I I (laughs) have heard that and I believe it. And I believe it was Byron who drank his coffee and stuff out of like a real human skull. Like these people are like emo, emo.
0: (laughs) Wow. Wow. Pretty dark. (laughs) The
3: OG goths, goth kids.
0: Yeah. Wow. Just vacationing in Switzerland. Just hanging out. Wow. (laughs) Nice. So, uh, (laughs) quick Google searching
4: because I'm next to my computer. Um, Yes, that is basically true that she kept her husband's heart um, on her desk. (laughs) But what threw me off was like, that was not uncommon in Victorian England. Oh,
3: Um, I'm not surprised.
4: Wow. That is... so yeah that's
0: <laughs> okay well okay
4: super, uh, super gothic romantic um yeah. writers i feel like that's a hey, bonus partners. fun
0: fact in victorian <laughs> times you just <laughs> kept your partner's yeah. heart on your desk that's I... that's
3: that's what stephen king says he says uh people ask me how i can write such horrible things and i or i say i have I At heart, no, what is it? I have the heart of a young boy. I keep it on my desk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. (laughs) Well, Allison, how are you going to follow this up?
2: (laughs) Mine is so different. Um, (laughs) And I actually have a feeling Jake actually might know more about mine than I do. But I'm going to go with it anyway, based on what happened to me this week. Um, so it's the UN general assembly. Uh, So there are lots of heads of state and world leaders in the city. And on Tuesday night, there was an event with uh, world leaders at the museum across the street and president Biden was one of the speakers. So the entire block, like all the blocks around the museum were kind of cordoned off, um, by the Secret Service during the arrival and departure time. But unfortunately, I didn't know what time that was going to be. And I was out with my Leah walk for my Leah's <laughs> evening walk. Um, so coming back from the park and um, had to kind of go around the block and kind of come up the other side and had to try to get through the, like the police barricade to come back to the apartment. Um, and the Secret Service had already closed down our block. So I had to get a, a, Leah and I had to get a police escort. Um, (laughs) Like a nice police officer walked us from the end of our block to our door. um, And wouldn't let anybody else like kind of come back and free. We were like the last group of people that got released onto our block. Um, So I thought I would do some fun facts about the secret service after um, my experience this week. (laughs)
1: Um,
2: So some fun facts about the Secret Service. Um, So it was um, kind of Lincoln that signed the order for the formation of the Secret Service. And their original function was to combat widespread um, currency forgery. Um, Mm -hmm. It was estimated during Lincoln's presidency, and I don't know to what extent this was as a result of the Civil War, but that up to one third of the currency in circulation was counterfeit.
0: What? Oh, my gosh. Um, okay.
2: But they didn't actually begin serving um, any kind of function regarding the protection of the president of the United States until the um, assassination of President McKinley. That's kind of the the event that was the impetus for them starting to protect the president. And then it was after RFK's assassination that they also took on the responsibility for pre- for protecting presidential candidates. Oh. Yeah. Um, and Obama was the presidential candidate who had Secret Service protection for the longest amount of time prior to becoming president. He had Secret Service protection for a full year and a half wow. before he was elected. And then this was what I found was like the most interesting only one Secret Service agent has died in the line of duty. Oh. And it it was protecting um, Harry Truman. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, and then another fun fact I found, and I don't know if this is true because this might just be like a reputational thing that's part of kind of the security protocol for the president, Um, but there has never been any, unlike every other kind of law enforcement branch, there has never been a traitor in the Secret Service. Wow! Or anyone who's been prosecuted for those types of offenses. Wow! But I could see you wanting to keep that under wraps if it were the case, which is why I'm.
0: Yeah, you, you probably upset. wouldn't find out.
2: Yeah, but those are some some fun facts about the the Secret Service.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine what the entry criteria is. It must be really hardcore.
4: It's pretty tough. Um, I know a couple people that are in the secret service, a couple friends of mine. Um, yeah, so their main job function is still uh counterfeit, like stopping counterfeit uh, currency. Huh. Um, which they've gotten a lot into like the cyber realm of things with all these cryptocurrencies and stuff like that. Uh, which is pretty cool, yeah, but almost everyone dislikes the presidential service because it's so <laughs> challenging. <laughs> uh. um, like, it's extremely hard on your body. Like, um, And then, yeah, like they have all sorts of like Air Force One, like any plane the president is on becomes Air Force One. Um, but like when the president travels, they ha- they'll have like two or three like duplicates of Air Force One that are basically the same airplane. They go like weeks in advance and scout everything out. And like, yeah, so um, wow, super challenging. It's pretty, pretty cool. Some of the stories that they've been able to tell me. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't doubt that no one has uh, been charged with any sort of like treasonous act in the Secret Service because... Like they are like you're in, like I think my life gets ripped apart every couple of years when I have to go through my reinvestigations for things, but like if you have anything on your
0: record, they
4: can stop you. Wow.
0: (laughs) Wow. What a job. I can't even imagine. Uh, I haven't had the closest encounter I had with the secret service was going to a donut shop, believe it or not. Um, I think it was Obama who had been there just moments, who had left just moments before and the staff was all like, you know, still rattled or I'm not sure what, but apparently. So I got to hear the story from one of the employees about how the Secret Service just like they had no idea anything was coming, but the Secret Mm -hmm. Service just comes in, secures the place then i think it was obama comes in gets his donut whatever chats up a few people and then boom gone <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. And then well, i come I, in
4: it, <laughs> uh, who was it i think it was george w bush that went for a run like every morning oh. or it, it might have been uh might have been someone before him but the secret service kept telling him to stop it
1: basically
0: yeah that's that's so risky
4: he's like I'm the president I do what I want Um, (laughs) it's not entirely the the correct thing but he's like I'm going to go for a run so they built a running track like on the White House grounds because he would go and run the mall in D.C. wow like stop it like it's too big we can't secure it like
0: (laughs) yeah so they built built a running track out, out back oh my gosh Uh, yeah i can't imagine what uh in general what public service life would be like um you just can't do what you want to do without a giant mm -hmm. escort Uh, it doesn't sound like a good time at all uh not uh not my cup of tea no sure don't envy it um yeah can't It can't be uh i don't know it just feels like uh I mean, you're the president, you do what you want, but you really don't have nearly as much freedom as the regular guy on the street. <laughs> yeah. And then what about your whole family? Oh my gosh. Yeah, everyone's and affected.
4: That's where some of my friends have said like the presidential service gets really challenging is like because they'll want to go out and like go get donuts or go to this pizza place that like every president ever has been been at um you know and they're like how do we go do that and keep it like basically under wraps Uh, like because we can't broadcast that we're going but like people are going to find out anyway so it's like how do we allow people to have like the free exercise and like come up and talk to the president and like make sure that he's secure you know what i mean like it's that split second decision like
0: constantly you're always on edge like yeah, that's that's gotta be, that's gotta be tough. I can't even imagine. I'm, the, I, yeah, I don't know. It's not even the same um, realm at all. But yeah, what the heck? I just remember playing a game where the object was to protect the diplomat, and you'd have a team of uh, two teams, and. Um, I tell you what, the defense was much harder than the offense. <laughs> like the so, guy could just get picked off from anywhere. I don't know how you're supposed to protect him. It's it's ridiculous.
4: <laughs> so yeah, like there's there. I don't play a whole lot of video games, but uh, like a lot of the first-person shooter games, there's always an escort mission. Uh, okay.
3: Is, the uh, worst.
4: Uh, they're, all, they're all they're so difficult.
1: Yeah. Like
4: imagine your entire career being a twenty-four like. Yeah. always on court mission.
0: Yeah, again. <laughs> I was like, you
4: don't even have to find objectives at the end of it. They're just like, yeah, I want to go get some pizza tonight. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, here we go. you know?
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, it's amazing that, um, there aren't a lot more, uh, assassinations than there are. <sighs> I yeah. guess they, they do a pretty amazing job somehow, but I, uh, yeah, can't mm-hmm. imagine how. Well,
2: there's a, um, I've always wanted to see a production of it, but I, I never have. And I think it goes through ebbs and flows of being too sensitive and not the right time. But uh, there's a Stephen Sondheim musical called Assassins. Oh. About uh, it's like from the point of view of people who've attempted or been successful um, in presidential mm-hmm. assassinations. I've always wanted to to see it, but doesn't, doesn't get a lot of play.
4: Yeah. Uh. I can't imagine why.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, uh, I think that's a, a lovely um, return to the air. Um, I, so we did record last week, but um, I'm debating whether or not to post that one still because they are very interesting facts, but not really fun. So, um, yeah, we'll see if you're wondering why there's a skipped episode, it's because I haven't decided whether or not to post it yet. So, (laughs) but anyway, all right. Um, RJ, where can people find us online?
3: Uh, so I had to switch from my, from my fun fact notes to my
0: script
3: because I do have my script today.
0: Frankenstein is looking awesome, by the way. Thank you.
3: (laughs) and uh you're definitely not secret service that we're here too um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, if you like the show follow us on all the social media we're at hot chai games on instagram facebook twitter and tiktok if you're not watching live right now we're also hot chai games on youtube where we record this podcast with live art every saturday morning at 11 a.m eastern if you are watching live right now stick around for the match solitaire daily challenge either way like subscribe a review and tell all your friends
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for us. Um, Well, I hear the match solitaire challenge is super hard today. So Mm -hmm. wish us luck. And uh, we'll see you next week. Take care, everyone. Bye.
3: Bye, everyone.